And we are we live, are live ladies, ladies and gentlemen. And gentlemen. Welcome to the Big League Show. As always, I'm Connor Somerville, joined by Mr. Aiden Siliphant. And today, we're joined by Sam Cleary. Sam, Aiden, how are you two doing today? Sam, you can go first on that one. Guess goes first. Uh, pretty good. It's pretty gloomy outside, but fairly nice out. I can very agree with true. that. It's a very gloomy, <laughs> rainy day, but hopefully the sun comes out uh, in a bit. Um, but other than other than the weather, I'm I'm all right, Connor. I'm all right. It's good to hear. It's good to hear. Uh, let's start off the show. We're not going to talk immediately about Sam because I think we should acknowledge something pretty quickly. It's the only sport we're going to sports topic we're going to talk about today because unfortunately Aiden does have to take off at four, uh, so we will only be on our Spirit Live block. Um, but. I wanted to acknowledge the fact that I don't think either of you are soccer fans. Uh, I know, Aiden, you aren't. Sam, I'm not sure if you are. but uh, Kind of. Kind of? Kind so of. you've heard of Diego Maradona then? Yeah, I've been seeing all this stuff today. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately today he passed away following, uh, I believe, a heart attack is what's being reported. Um, he had had surgery earlier in the month for a blood clot in his brain or on his brain um and he's had health issues for a little while now and today unfortunately he finally passed away um he is one of the two best soccer players of all time uh he is up there with pele between him and pele you could argue either way in my opinion um some people might say oh but ronaldo messi Neither of them have won a World Cup, and Maradona, he has, just a little cheaply. Um, but we won't get into that whole hand of God goal. Um, but yeah, I thought we should acknowledge that because he was somebody who a lot of people, especially in the generation that's just older than us, uh, really looked up to and got very interested in soccer. Um, but we'll talk more about sports potentially next week uh, i believe we have skylar queued up for next week skylar should be on next week yeah so i guess we'll have a big soccer discussion around that but um yeah even though i'm not the biggest yeah. soccer fan like obviously the name is iconic i've definitely mm -hmm. heard of him um a lot before i think there's like some famous soccer moves um that are named after him if i'm correct and i remember even like at a young age i remember some world cup game where i was training for Argentina and I believe that Maradona was the coach of that team so that's kind of how I first got uh, uh, knew about him and and his career and I didn't know he was such a, a legend at that point I thought he was just you know the coach of the team but he's actually a player and he's one of the best of all time so I mean yeah rest in peace to him and uh, 2020 just keeps getting worse so yeah and Fred Saskamoose uh, the first indigenous hockey player uh, to play in the NHL, also passed away this past week. Um, so thoughts are with both Maradona and all of Argentina because they adored him, as well as the indigenous community in Canada and the hockey communities to sort of remember uh, Mr. Saskamoose and what he did for the game of hockey. But let's move off the depressing death uh, conversation and instead talk about something more positive, and that is Sam. Um Sam, you are obviously a second-year sport media student. Third year, uh, third year, third year. Third year. <laughs> Can we go back to second year before Yeah, that's, that's, that's facts. Can we go back to second year? Um, but, yeah, so third year. I'll try that again. Third year, sport media student. Um, and I guess we'll start off the interview with 
the question that we always open with. Um, and that is specifically, what is your first memory of sports? And what is your first memory of sport media? Um, I think my first memory of sports was probably playing like t-ball. Um, like I can, like that sound of like first base, that noise that it makes is just embedded into my brain. Um, yeah, my parents pretty, pretty much put my sisters and I in baseball since we could walk. Um, and then for sport media memory, oh, probably it wasn't until a lot later. I, I want to say it was like during the Olympics or something like that, like obviously like seeing like crazy replays or something and being like, I want to be able to like do that type of camera work or take those shots. Right. Cause it just like, it it really creates the whole story and everything. And, um, yeah, I guess, I guess that would probably be one of my first sport media memories. So have you been interested in sport media for a long time then? Um, I actually didn't really see it as like an actual career in a sense. Like I never really knew what I wanted to do. Just, I just know that sports was a uh, part of my life. Like it, you know, every summer play baseball and then throughout like school and stuff like that, play a bunch of different sports. Um, but it wasn't until like grade 12 until going to the university fair that I saw the sport media thing and talked to some girl in second year and like fell in love with the program and realized that, oh, I can actually do this as a career. So so was was baseball or softball like a big influence on you and in getting into sport media? Did you watch a lot of, you know, Blue Jays growing up? Oh, yeah. My parents are like diehard Blue Jay fans. Like they watch every game and like literally our basement we have an entire shelf of just like baseball books and memorabilia like my mom has a baseball signed by pete rose like all these like crazy things that's gotta be worth Um, a lot it's kind of faded he wrote it with like pen or something like that not with like a sharpie right so or anything like that so i don't know how much it'd be worth um but yeah so baseball was definitely like a big influence to say the least the one that i played the most but yeah Okay, and we'll dive into more of your playing career later uh, as I embarrass you about some of the accomplishments you've had in sports. Um, but let's sort of talk about uh, you discovering sport media and sort of the lead up in your grade 12 year to applying and all of that. So you mentioned that you heard about, discovered, I guess, the program at the university fair. Did you really consider this as like a number one option when you were applying or was this sort of something that you sort of applied to in passing and you thought, eh, if I get in, I'll go, but I don't really think I'll get in or I don't really know if this is actually what I want to do. So funny story, I actually wanted to go into journalism. And I remember seeing Carlton had this sport journalism program, like in their book, you know, when they come to school and stuff like that. And so when I went to the university fair, I went to the Carlton booth and I asked the guy in the English department, like, what's the journalism program like, especially like the sport journalism program. And he pretty much just said, oh, it's right there in the book. And that immediately turned me off. I'm like, you can't even say two sentences about the, about the program. Um, mm-hmm. And so then when I passed by the Ryerson booth um, and saw sport media, you know, bold letters, I was like, hmm, I'm going to see what this is about because it's obviously sports related is what I wanted to do. And I think really just talking to that second year student like she had so much energy and like so much passion like when she talked I was I just like was like 
I was like almost blown away. Like I stood there talking to her for like probably half an hour. And like the fair was like closing at the time too. And my friends are like dragging me out of the place. I'm like, I'm like, wait, I have more questions. But uh, yeah. I'm curious as remember? to yeah, what you two talked about. I don't know if you were going to ask that, Connor. Um, I was going to ask, who was it? Do you oh, remember true. who it was? I don't remember what her name was. She had glasses. I remember that. I remember like what she looked like, right? Uh -huh. um, yeah. We talked. What did we talk about? I think she talked a bit about Rams Live and uh, sp about sport journalism because obviously I was asking her about that. Um, and then she even mentioned she was like, "It's crazy that you have like all these opportunities." Because she was saying how she, the next day, she was going to some field in Toronto to uh, do like a feature on Quidditch. Like, people who actually play, like, Quidditch, like, obviously on the ground, right? Just, like, how it's, like, so funny and, like, how that's kind of, like, a sport or, like, a culture from a sport. Um, and she was able to do that. And I was, like, it's a really cool, cool opportunity, I guess. So, I guess that really turned your interest into in towards sport media. So, what was that application process like then for you? Like you're sort of going into your application, not really knowing about the program uh, before the university fair. So you didn't really have, I guess, anything before that to sort of show, yeah, I've been trying to get involved in the industry up until now. So what was that application process like in general? How did you find it? Um, I found it obviously very tedious, but like I was actually looking forward to that line because I had a friend who applied to media production and so we basically went through um the processes together um just to like try and help each other out and remind each other okay this is due this day stuff like that and I like anybody else researched the hell out of the program went on YouTube looked at all the videos went Google pages deep I was like I need to find out more information about this I was like showing my parents I'm like this looks like so cool I would love to do this and like yeah so that process I guess it was obviously like I think I did mo majority of that process like over Christmas break um okay like the question and answer stuff um and then beginning of January back at school I was like okay I need these references from it was like three people or something right so I got like yeah. a coach um, and then two teachers. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was fairly easy. I was kind of worried about one teacher because I was like, it's like the day before the deadline. And I was like, yeah, I haven't put the put the reference letter in yet. Like oh. to like send her, to, like, send her an email just be like, did you put this in? It's like, yeah, I just did. I'm like, okay, it's great. No yeah. need to worry. Um, but yeah. yeah. It was definitely a stressful time for, for all of us, really, that that last week or a couple of days, you know, up to the deadline there. So after you found out, you got the interview, you pick your day. Do you remember what, what day that you interviewed? We always ask this question to see if people remember. And I, I, I am still shocked at how many people actually remember the day that they interviewed on. Okay, so funny enough, I remember the day. I remember literally everything about it. I remember what I was wearing, the weather. Like, I remember people that were there who aren't even in the program like I wow. just it's weird I have like a really good memory I guess um but my interview was the last day of March break um 
so it was Friday, like March 16th or 17th, something like that. And my interview was supposed to be for 11 a.m. Um, so I got there, was waiting, went into the room, did the Q&A thing. And there was some other girl there who was applying to sport media. Um, she didn't end up getting in. Um, but I think it was only us two that were applying in like that group, I guess. Um, and, you know, obviously waited nervously. So a lot of other people, other a lot of other people like with their parents and stuff like that. But I was just like alone because my family all had work and stuff. So I was just kind of internalizing my thoughts and feelings, getting a lot of anxiety about it. Um, and then called into my interview. My interviewer was Donna, um, and literally like right off the bat, it, like someone else had Donna. No, but literally like right off the bat, Donna was amazing. Like. She asked me, like, some question or something like that, and we started talking about baseball. And she's like, oh, I used to play that when I was younger, too. And then instantly from there, it's like a weight was lifted off my shoulders, and it didn't feel like an interview. It felt like a conversation. Like, I was, like, so, like, calm at that point, you know? And, um, yeah, the rest of it just went pretty smoothly, and just we're telling jokes. We're having having laughs. Yeah. That's really good. I'm curious, have you kept in touch with the other people that you met on the interview day that didn't get in? I did not. I only talked to like that one girl um, because we were like waiting outside the room to go in, right? Um, but no, I, I honestly, it's like one of those things where it's like I remember talking to this person, but like I couldn't remember the person who was twenty feet away from me pacing around. Like I don't remember what, who they were, right? Um, right? But yeah. Huh. That's really interesting hearing people's different experiences with the interviews. Um, but like one thing that we notice a lot that comes up is it is just a conversation. And I know Aiden, you had that as well, uh, with your interview with Dan Berlin, I believe. Yes. No, it was Joe. I had no? Joe. Joe, right. It was yeah. Joe. It was one of the two. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting hearing di- just people's different experiences, but let's dive into now a bit of your experience at Ryerson because you're pretty involved in the actual community i guess in ryerson some leadership roles uh but let's start off with sort of the academic side we like asking this question or at least i like asking this question what has been your favorite program so far or class i guess is a better way of putting it what's been your favorite class throughout your time at in sport media um it's really hard not to say tv lab Mm -hmm. just because that's where like you create the most fun stuff like that have the most fun um especially creating shows um even this year too like it's just so much fun um but a class i was really surprised by that i liked was on air um i remember going into it i was like i'm so nervous like i i don't like on air like i hate doing it and stuff like that and then you know we go through a couple of the first assignments i'm like okay it's not as bad as it seems and then especially when we start doing the efp stuff i'm doing these things in one take and and everyone's like do you want to do it again i'm like no, like I just started to have like sudden confidence in myself with on air. And I was just like, oh, this is actually like really cool. And I found like, not necessarily like a love for it, but just like, I I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. And um, yeah. Did you want to get in on air before coming into the program? Like, did you have that aspiration? And it kind of, you know, you've kind of been working towards that your first three years? Or was it like, I have no experience doing on air. 
and in second year all of a sudden I'm really liking it and I want to pursue it um I never wanted to do on air like coming into the program I want to be like I want to produce I want to direct I want to do camera stuff like I want to do a bunch of other stuff but being on air I don't know if I necessarily want to do it um which is weird because in high school I was like a part of like a lot of leadership things and I wasn't afraid of public speaking and things like that um but yeah for some reason in like that class and I guess like the people in that class too kind of like helped make it more comfortable um yeah I don't really know how else to describe it you know so what do you want to do in sport media once you sort of get out of the program what are your sort of aspirations for a specific area in terms of a career do you want to go to school again afterwards see that's like a tricky question because obviously i love directing and i've directed a lot of shows like i directed both shows that we've done this this past semester um and i think it would be really cool at some point to work on the olympics and direct an olympic event and just like create memories that live in people's minds forever like for example the golden goal like picking those shots to represent that story because that's what everyone watching the game on tv remembers Mm -hmm. and i just want to be able to kind of create those memories but also sometimes like being a camera person is like cool because i remember doing i think rams live the first couple times and i would do a lot of volleyball because i love volleyball right and um i would do replay cam and you know during the game I wouldn't necessarily see like a lot of my shots um, from the feed. And I'm like, why are they not showing like all these shots? They're so like, I think that they're really good, things like that. And then, you know, you go to the credits and it's like, it's literally just all the shots from my camera. And I'm like, oh, so they were good shots. They were just saving them for like highlight packs or something like that. And so it kind of gave me like another boost, like, oh, being camera work can be kind of cool. But also like, see, this is where it like gets difficult. Cause like, I would love that stuff to do. But I also like doing features and documentaries. Those, I think, can also be really powerful. I mean, especially, like, with The Last Dance. Like, that thing still just boggles my mind. Like, the amount of footage that they had and, like, just how they all set it up. Um, But also just, like, editing. Like, I'm taking editing specialty right now. And, I like, I don't necessarily, like, yeah, I'm learning things. But it's almost as if I knew a lot of it already um but obviously it's good to like learn a few new things but i could definitely see myself editing like high videos or things like that you know mm-hmm. um yeah i just think that those are extremely powerful like i remember three sent me one the other week when the the retro the reverse retro jerseys went out and um of the calgary flames bringing blasty back and literally like the editing on it was so good like it was amazing. I, I just I just kept watching it on a loop. And I I don't know. I just want to be able to have something that people connect to or just think is, like, the coolest thing in the world. Sounds like you have so some pretty big goals. Like you, and you yeah. can bran- branch off into it, to different things, which is really good. You know, being a triple threat or quadruple threat, I think you mentioned four things there that you want to get into. So that's really good. That's really good. Yeah, it's better than not having any because there's some people where it's like, what do you want to do in five years, 10 years? Like, I have no clue. It's like, I have a general idea um, of how I would like things to plan out, I guess. Yeah, and you're keeping your options open, I think is a huge thing. You're not really 
narrowing yourself to one specific area, uh, which I think is going to be very be beneficial for you. But you mentioned Spirit, uh, not Spirit Live. We'll get to your Spirit Live in a second. Rams Live. So what have you specifically done apart from camera work with Rams Live? Literally, that's all that I've done for Rams Live. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> like a no, I'm, but like, I want to do other things that usually they're taken, taken up so fast. And, mm -hmm. um, but like I did, I only ever really used to do volleyball in first year and second year whenever I could get the chance. Um, and then I did hockey sometime in the second year, I think, because we're required to for TV lab, right? And um, I was like, oh, this is actually really fun. I wouldn't mind doing hockey. So I was like, I started doing more of the sports, I guess, um, and started to work more on those, like, I guess, camera skills. But, so what has that experience been like then, working on Rams Live? Uh, it's been great. I mean, everyone is, like, lots of fun. I always love, like, when we go around in a circle and say something like a fun fact about us or something or it, i think one time we did was like a uh, favorite movie or something like that and er people were just like like their reactions like everyone I, is like so chill and great food we'll say that i have a funny um, story about the circle thing actually when, well please tell when i when i was there i um so we, we went around and i forget the exact question i think it, it could have been like who's your favorite um movie character or no, sorry, what, uh, I think maybe it's like something about, um, what movie character relates the most to you or something like that. And we're all saying like joke things. So I was just like, Iron Man, because I make sacrifices for the better of the team. And then they decided to put me on handheld. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, handheld is pretty bad too, because like my shoulder was hurting like a couple days after and also like you're in the corner and you, you don't really get many opportunities to be put on air because it's just like only if the puck comes into your corner you're going to go on air so i was never on air but i was still having to hold this camera on my shoulder the whole game <laughs> that my friend is what you call karma um i guess it's but... karma but like still i wouldn't iron man is sick i, I wouldn't i wouldn't take that back <laughs> <laughs> i would also like to be a billion a billionaire superhero. But, um, let's let's move on from Iron Man uh, and talk a bit more about your Ryerson stuff. Um, I guess we could do Spotlight, which is your Spirit Live show now. Uh, you host it with Kayla Rosmus, Teresa Sevilla, uh, who we've had on the show before. Go and check that episode out on our YouTube, The Big League. Um, Alex, oh, I'm going to butcher this name. Voinu. Voinu? Voinu? Yeah. Okay, I actually did. Wow, I'm impressed with myself with that. Uh, and Keaton Wilichka. Um, so basically, you talk everything and pretty much anything. Um, I think you have like sports, pop culture, and one other thing on your Instagram. Oh, we talk um, a lot about reality TV. I will tell you that. Reality TV. That was, <laughs> um, it. That was it. Yeah, so that basically started, that actually started last year. Um, second year, second semester, we're like, we would always have these breaks in between our classes and we would all just have these conversations, obviously, um, sitting around a table and we're just like, why don't we just get creative practice hours and turn this into a show, right? Or like a podcast. And so uh, we applied and then um, scheduling didn't work out basically with like it being a live show. And then we were like wondering if, if it was worth becoming a podcast for. Um, 
And so then we ultimately just decided to not do it during that semester. And so uh, when Spirit Live was starting back up this this past semester, um, he messaged our group. It was like, if you guys are still interested, I think we could do this, especially as a way to get creative practice hours now. Um, and, you know, we were all on board and it is so much fun. Um, I'll actually give a sneak peek. We're having some guests on this week, so stay tuned for that. Oh, um nice. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to spoil who they are, but we have two guests coming on. So it's going to be a full house of six people or wow. seven. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, check that out on Friday from 11 to 12. Uh, yeah. AM, not PM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be a little insane. <laughs> Can um, you give us a little hint as to who it might be? Um, hmm. How do I give a hint without giving it away? Um, are they sport media students? They are sport media students. Okay. Are they from they our watch, year? Yes, and they watch reality TV. I'll just say that. I don't like. I don't. Okay. I I I can't think of like a hint or like something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we talk about a bunch of different topics throughout, that happen throughout the week. So we always kick it off with sports. Um, it's usually like me and Therese stuff like that. Um, and then we go into reality TV, and that's where, like, Kayla, Alex, and Keaton just take over. So we talk about shows like The Bachelorette. Uh, obviously, that's, like, apparently the go-to reality reality TV show. Um, yeah, you're not going to get any help with reality TV here on yeah. my end. I don't know if Aiden watches it. Definitely <laughs> not that. My mom watches it, so I catch, like, a little bit of the sneak peeks, you know, the kissing scenes and stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll leave the room for that stuff, but uh, no, um... No, I don't, I don't watch it, no. I'm cringing so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue, uh, Sam. Escape from this cringe. <laughs> so they go go on about, like, The Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars, um, The Amazing Race. I'm sure if Survivor was on this year, me and Keaton would probably talk about that because we're both big Survivor fans. Um, but, yeah, we talk. they talk a lot about... Uh, reality tv and it's just it's just so much fun because we basically just like bash some of the people like what was this person thinking or like i'm rooting for this team you know um and then we go into kind of like pop culture stuff so really just other news that happened throughout the week that uh we kind of briefly mention or talk about um sometimes we'll only talk about like one or two things but other times we'll just like go down a list really um, and then the last segment of our show is like a debate. So hmm. we've had, we did a, for a Halloween episode, we did a, um, what's the best Halloween movie? We did like a whole bracket. So uh, that was, that was pretty fun. Um, we have done like, who's the best Spider-Man? Um, hmm. What, what uh, reverse retro jersey would we buy? Um, I'm trying to think okay. what other ones. Yeah, there's been a, there's been a couple. Hall, Tom Holland's the only correct answer. That um, was my answer. He's good for the modern era. Come yeah. on, people. Death, I would say good. so too. Then then um, probably <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Yeah, Keaton is very Tobey Maguire. She was fighting for him. Uh, I you can argue. I could hear arguments for. Oh my god! How much, I just watched it. Into the Spider Verse, that Spider Man. I can hear arguments oh. for it. Yeah, we didn't um, even Miles think Morales. Miles, Miles Morales. Morales, thank you. I can hear arguments for that. Um, but we are we're like 
half an hour into our conversation. We only have like half an hour left. And I mm-hmm. want to get to everything else you've done because you have done quite a bit. Um, and obviously spot, uh, Spotlight is a major part of that. And uh, final question on that. Do you record these and put them anywhere? And will you be continuing it after Spirit Live finishes for the semester, which will be next week? Um, We're still thinking about that. We might... We don't know. We definitely wanted to have like a Christmas episode closer to the holidays or something. Um, we just think it'd be fun. We can also have like a Christmas movie bracket. Um, mm-hmm. But we have been like recording them and basically instead of like releasing them weekly, at the end of the semester, I'm going to go through the hours of footage and audio and stuff like that and basically put together like the highlights of the semester um so like whether it's like hot takes or uh people debating or whatever um just something so that like people if people don't have time to listen to a whole episode um then they can just watch basically the best bits of the season and that's a good way to tie it to your youtube channel which is where i presume you will upload it uh and there's only one thing i want to talk about uh because we do have to jump back to ryerson quickly for one more aspect of your sport media career i guess um but you uploaded what you got yeah listen i needed that portfolio i need people to know that i did that okay it is zach no (laughs) no but i I didn't i never was that was was that a second year production that was was our final second year okay what yeah, was what was yeah. your role on the project? Uh, director. Oh yeah, she has authority to upload, Connor. Yeah. Well, Zach danced like Michael Jackson on it, so. Yeah. But I feel like I mean, he should I'm get sure a say in it. Zach wouldn't mind it. It's Zach. That is very. I haven't actually seen it. How did you get the footage for that? Did you just take it from like? Did they send um, it to you? Yeah, so it used to be in, like, the shared folder or whatever with, like, all the show right, recordings. Right, and then right. um, I guess we lost access to that folder. And I was, like, I emailed the Ryan. I was, like, can I get this? I want to upload this as, like, a portfolio piece, kind of. Um, and also just, like, to watch it back and, like, have, like, that memory. Um, but, yeah, he sent it, like, right away. And I was, like, uploaded it. And, yeah. Shout out Ryan. He's a living legend. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And one of the best people in sport media. Um, but yes, I think I DDR'd for that, if I remember correctly. So I have a small yeah. piece of <laughs> my TV experience, which is very limited, uh, somewhere on YouTube, which we'll link her uh, Sam's YouTube channel down below. But we'll sort of wrap up the Ryerson chat before we talk about some stuff that you've done. I guess outside of Ryerson, um, specifically like what you're currently doing now and um all of your stuff that you did beforehand through uh, like high school. But right now you are the sport media rep for the course union for RTA students. Can you tell us what that is and what you do for that? So basically the course union for RTA students, also known as Curtis, um, is just like the the RTA program specific union um, where we host panels, other types of events, run RTA Frosh, different things like that that revolve around the RTA community. Um, and just, yeah, really just are there for 
specifically RTA. Like I know like fashion has their own student union, things like that. Um, but yeah. And like the sport meter rep. So basically there are different teams on Curtis. So obviously there's like an executive team, but the program reps are part of the education team. So that's basically like what is your program interested in seeing? Are they interested in panels? Are they interested in events? Um, obviously events were a lot easier last year, um, but... A little bit, just a little mm-hmm. bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Um, there wasn't quite a global <laughs> pandemic to contend with. Yeah, um, but basically like we're just there to give in like our two cents on ideas and like ideas that people would want and we think that we could market well to obviously the three different schools of RTA. Um, and yeah, like like I said, we run RTA Frost. That's mainly like one of the biggest things that we do. Um, and this year it was all online. So that was pretty interesting. It was very interesting than last year. Um, but a surprisingly like really good turnout. And because I was the only like sport media person like on like the information calls basically we were talking about like classes and teachers and stuff like that I was almost like like not not on a podium but I was just like supposed to represent all of sport media and I was like okay this is kind of difficult because I don't really you know know everything right um mm-hmm. but you know a lot of the first year students really appreciated it and would like message me being like oh you know thanks for all the help thanks for all this stuff right so it's just a way to give back to the students and stuff like that and to ultimately I don't know get my name out there something else especially for the resume that's what they always like say is like this can go in your resume plus I've been on other student councils before so I was pretty much used to it so how did you apply for this position and what advice would you give to you know, like a first-year student who's looking to apply as well? So, I had this, so I was in the same, I had the same position last year as I do right now. And last year, I wasn't actually on Curtis at the beginning of the year. So, basically, what I did was I applied to be a frost leader. And, you know, I, I became a frost leader. And I was, once again, like the only sport media person there. Um, and... They just loved, I guess, my energy and the way that I would be helping people and stuff like that. Um, and so they asked me if I wanted to be the sport media rep because I didn't have anyone. And I saw it as just another opportunity. And so I said yes. And then this this year, um, I went through that whole actual, like, interview process, you know, instead of just getting, like, basically, we want you, you know, but getting recruited or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But even still, I was just, like... I know I'm going to be the only person applying, but even still, I'm going to be in this interview acting as if there's 10 other people competing for this because ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just a way to improve, I don't know, interview skills. But yeah, I got it. Just And just really having great energy, I guess, and mm-hmm. bringing a lot of ideas and a lot of support to those. Like I, Like going into the interview... I had a lot of ideas like uh, this year I really wanted to focus on um, like mental health and like having especially next semester I want to have like mental health check-ins with people especially because school is online Um, having 
maybe a panel with people who struggle with mental health who are in the industry and how to, you know, overcome so, yeah. issues and things like that. And so that's like a big thing that I'm kind of working towards. Um, and obviously like other sport media panels in a sense. Um, but yeah. I like that. You should try and get the, uh, what was his name? Spoke to us in TV lab, the last reporter, the CBC guy. I can't remember. Oh, his name. oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to him. Uh, but he's well established in the curling community. I'm not exactly a curling expert. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that you've taken that on. And it's interesting you're the only person to apply. So if you are a younger year than us, apply and give Sam some competition um, because I'm yeah. sure she'd love that. <laughs> would rather not have it handed. Actually, you probably would rather have it handed to you because you're guaranteed to get the position. Oh, no, I'm competitive. Um, I'm very competitive. <laughs> okay, that's a and good transition. You, yeah, your <laughs> high school experience really shows that. Um, so we'll talk about your high school stuff quickly uh, because we also have to talk about your stuff you're doing with uh, Spectra. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah we'll get into that. Um, but high school, you went to Runnymede Collegiate, uh, and you were quite successful when it comes to athletics there. Uh, you competed in volleyball and softball for sure. I'm going to assume you also did running because of your Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, did cross country? Yeah, that's what I figured. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get it wrong and get yelled at for saying that you did track instead of cross country because. Those are two completely different things. But you won most improved player on your senior year or grade 12 volleyball team. You were the senior athlete of the year in your grade 12 year. And you won most promising athlete in grade 9. So clearly whoever gave that award could see the future. Or I probably could just see the future. Um, what did that sort of role play in your upbringing in terms of being a very competitive person and winning these awards like athlete of the year is a pretty big accomplishment um yeah i guess like i don't know i guess growing up playing sports i was always just kind of like driven and i like even though i was competitive i was still on like i guess like the quiet side so like i wouldn't seem as like this big menacing person especially in baseball i'm like this scrawny you know only girl on the team playing but a lot of the time like at the end of the game when you go to shake someone's hand they don't want to shake your hand because i hit off of them or something like that <laughs> you know it, and that just like boosted an ego a little bit more but you know um but then going into high school i think it was really i think it was just really like getting involved um I was quite involved in middle school as well. And I remember at my middle school graduation, I was like, I'm going to get the Athlete of the Year Award. Like, I know it is. Like, all my friends were like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. And I'm like, I really hope so. I really hope so. And then sitting there at graduation, and I don't get it. And I am very upset by that. But obviously, I'm, like, happy for my friend who did win it. Um, and so going into high school is almost like kind of need to prove myself a bit that I can show to not only myself and my teammates, but also to the teachers what I'm capable to do, that my size isn't limited to my power. And so grade nine, like, 
I did softball in the spring season and my sister was in grade 12 at the time so we were both on the same team and I was the starting pitcher um wow and I yeah oh, and I won pitcher. the MVP wow. yeah well it's it's all it's it was like slow pitch it wasn't really softball it was slow pitch it was just like underhand pitching whatever whatever um but still like uh and then the coach gave me MVP for that year and I was just like okay wow um got it over my sister who's been there who's been on the team for four years like i was kind of shocked um but she must have been so mad <laughs> no she actually she actually wasn't mad because the coach basically both my sisters have had that coach before and i don't know they just my sisters would have attitude attitude with her and stuff like that but as soon as like i went into the school I was like the golden child to that coach, basically. Like I was on, I, I was like on all the teams that she coached and everything like that. And um, she even coached like volleyball throughout school and stuff like that. And so I remember she was my grade nine coach. And uh, that year, as a grade nine, you don't really expect to start. And I remember starting. And I was like, I am not this good. Like, why am I starting? There's like grade tens that should be starting because it was a junior team, right? And uh, so that kind of just, like, I guess affected me more. And she ended up taking a break from teaching in, when I was in grade 10. So we had different coaches and stuff like that. And that was the year that I also did co-ed volleyball instead of softball, um, which was super fun and interesting. Um, and then going back into grade 11 with my old coach coming back, during the first tryout, I guess for the volleyball team, she was like, you've gotten a lot stronger. And I was like, really? Like, I don't think that I have, right? Like, I'm still like this scrawny kid. Um, but she she definitely saw that in me. And it's weird because we would have the athletic banquet every, every spring, right? And they never say who the award goes to right off the top. They're always like, this individual would always... Yeah. You know, show up early, stuff like that, whatever. And so it almost became a game between me and my friends, like in my grade and stuff, like who is getting the award? So it's like, oh, this person was always on time. Okay, it's not that person because she's always late. You know, it would just be like a process of elimination. <laughs> and then, and to be honest, like when I would win an award, I kind of like, not necessarily, not necessarily didn't like it, but I was just like, oh, I'm, like, the center of attention right now. Like, I'm extremely nervous because it's, like, whatever. It's, like, an award show. It's, like, a long walk up to the podium to get the trophy or the plaque or whatever. Um, but by the time I was in grade 12, uh, I was already – I was, like, on the athletic council, too. So I was part of planning the athletic banquet. And so um, it was kind of hard for the – for the coaching staff to like hide awards from me <laughs> um which is like an element that they had to do like they had, had to hide a couple plaques that had my name on it and stuff like that um because we obviously set it up in the morning slash afternoon and we have it in the evening um but I I mean those really just like helped prove that I was you know, more than obviously my size, which I've said before, and that I was capable of doing a lot of things. Um, and at the time, like in high school, doing all those sports, I was still 
like involved in other things. Like I said, I was on the athletic council in grade 10. I was on student council. Um, and I was also a part of like leadership camps and trips that I would, you know, spend months planning and go away for a weekend and, you know, have these awesome trips. Um, and they all just kind of, I guess, molded me into the person I am. Um, but also the confidence that people saw in me, uh, like right out of the gate and um I just think that like coaches and staff have almost more effect on players than their teammates do uh yeah. sometimes and but. as a fellow scrawny kid I can acknowledge that they always underestimate us uh in our athletic ability and it's all about the power to weight ratio so yep it's we've great got that going for us Especially for volleyball, I was an outside hitter and I could jump pretty high and so uh, they never never saw it coming, basically. I never would have called that. I would have thought you were a setter or a backcourt. Wow. Oh, so I played pretty much everywhere. There. I played pretty much everywhere. Like I was setter in middle school and grade nine and then I was like middle blocker and then I was outside hitter. Yeah, I pretty much like the, basically the coach could put me anywhere on the court and I would do perfectly fine. Wow. Uh, Okay, yeah. so you have pops, but unfortunately, we need we do need to move on, and we have to touch on a couple more things before I ask you one final question. Then we do our hot takes. Um, but quickly, in like two minutes or less, can you tell us a bit about your usher court op, like what you do for the Spectra as an usher slash court op? Uh, yeah, so that's basically working at the Mac, um, which I haven't been doing since COVID, basically. Um, but I am. I would work events, basically, uh, like ushering graduations, things like that, but also working the mm -hmm. Ryerson home games. So whether it's uh, hockey, basketball, or volleyball, either being an usher and, you know, signing people in, stuff like that, or setting up setting up stuff around the court, or even um, there's a couple new things that I started to do. So I started to do things like game film um, for, like, liability reasons. We have to record the games other than Rams Live. So I started doing some of that, um, which was pretty fun because I just get to sit there and watch the game and move the camera back and forth. Um, and then in January of this year, I became the scribe, basically, for the with the volleyball stats crew. So basically, scribe is like I'm handwriting down each play. So we have someone doing stat call and stat input into the computer, and I'm basically a backup if the computer you know, glitches or messes up where we miss a play or something. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot of handwriting. Like, like my hands used to hurt all the time. Um, but it was, like, almost like another another step um, into, like, expanding what I'm able to do at the MAC. Um, and I, I loved it. And it was great. And for the most part, like, do, doing Scribe, um, I was... I'm not necessarily like needed like all the time um mm -hmm. but i remember literally the last game of the women's volleyball team was the quarterfinals and the computer messed up or something went wrong and they had to restart it and so they had to go off of my writing from the stat call for the first two two games 
Wow. And I was like, and like my boss already came over and was like, see, this is why you're needed. This is why you're important. I was like, of course, like the last game that they're going to play, <laughs> yeah. the computer goes out and I have to like pay attention a lot more, obviously. Like I, yeah. Hopefully but you have good handwriting. <laughs> it's it's kind of messy, but they can read it. <laughs> good, good. It's not like a doctor's, um, but I want to wrap up. We wrap up with a couple things. Uh, our final question, which will mention in a second but before we do that we're going to link all of Sam's stuff in our youtube description uh so you can go to the big league on youtube look it up in the search bar scroll past the two tom cochran songs we're the first channel that pops up uh click on that and sam's episode will be there we're currently live streaming it now but um i have to ask have you figured out why it's called an xbox when the logo is a circle I knew you were going. I knew it was something like that. I was like, that is middle school me uh, being annoying, obviously. Like, have you, like, I can't, I can't even. I'm going to go back and delete that post right now. No, I would so do that. Your 2013 and 2012 Facebook is gold. It is is gold. It is so dumb. I think I remember posting like, a status like guess who's eating a watermelon or something along those lines and it's like why am i posing this on facebook like <laughs> definitely did something like that uh, like, there was also cares? definitely a bot account that was replying to every single one of your tweets saying that they oh. lost weight and this is how you yeah do it. <laughs> um, yeah a lot of my friends things got hacked in middle oh. school so that's probably why ah uh, yeah that'd be a problem but i'd recommend going and checking that out um but yeah. we wrap up every interview before we do our hot takes which we'll have to do pretty quickly um, but what are your, what have been your three biggest takeaways from sport media, uh, the industry and Ryerson just sort of in general, and what are your three suggestions for somebody looking to get into sport media? Um, three takeaways, um, diversify your skills. Definitely. As you can mm-hmm. tell, I, I yeah. do a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, just really talk to people outside of the program because i think that's where you can get a lot of opportunities um i remember like a lot of the time people in the rcc stopped me and everyone else in our program was like how do you know so many people like you're so popular and i'm like i'm not like i just talk to people like yeah especially in first year i was mainly friends with media production people but um yeah just talk to more people and talk more to your profs build more connections with your profs because they're in the industry and they know a lot more um lot more key information um and then three things for someone coming into the program obviously it's different now with the with the application process right um but definitely if you don't want to talk specifically about the program just do the industry in general if you were like if you can't think of three for just the program okay getting into the industry i would say hmm, see what works for others and almost try to mimic that um you know you know like uh not necessarily like copy it in a way but just like put your own spin on it or really just get out there try and find opportunities Mm -hmm. even if it's Mm -hmm. like with a high school team or something like that if you want to create hype edits of them or something like that it's it's something for your portfolio something for the future um and definitely Use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is actually super helpful. Um, highly recommend it. A lot of people think it's just for middle-aged Everyone people. Everyone get LinkedIn. 
if you're going to come on the show, get LinkedIn. It's how <laughs> yeah. I find all of my information. Oh, lovely. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. And that leaves us just enough time to do hot takes. We have three minutes left in the show, but really two minutes because I got to wrap it all up. But hot takes, basically at the end of each show, we do a segment where we give a hot take. So in the past, Aiden predicted Mike Babcock getting fired. Uh, I, Whereas I predicted that baseball would be the first league back back in June. And that didn't happen. So it's very hit or miss. Um, but Sam, Aiden, do either of you have anything prepared and we need to do this quickly all right i just gotta say the first thing off the top of my head i don't know if it's an actual hot take or not but um my hot take is that emil riga and jelani reed will be on sam's show tomorrow oh two days from now friday two days from now no, the hot take is that it's tomorrow (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) yeah nice um all right jelani and emil Okay. Um, oh, I was supposed to think about this. Um, I and guess. Take is that isn't true. <laughs> my hot take is you won't know. No. Um, my hot take is this year. I think I'm going to talk about the Toronto Raptors here for a second. I think uh-huh. that people will realize how good of a player Matt Thomas is and how essential he is yes. to the team. I am yes. a huge Matt Thomas supporter, mm. and I it's his time to shine. Basically, I'm like it's his it's his his year. I think finally somebody who appreciates Matt Thomas like I do. Thank you. Um, but my hot take, uh, I'll make this very quick. The Edmonton Oilers don't make the playoffs next season or this season. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but yeah. To wrap up, Sam. We really want to thank you for coming on. We genuinely, genuinely really appreciate it, especially with it being a little last notice. Um, But you've been an amazing guest. This has been a really good conversation. Um, We will link all of her stuff, her Instagram, which I'm not going to try saying now because it's basically her last name spelled backward. Oh, finally Um, someone gets it. Yeah. It's not that hard to figure out. Am I the only one who's figured that out? Trust me, people have no clue what it is. Well, that's really disappointing yeah. um but yeah it's our last name spelled background but we'll link it down below so i don't have to explain it because we only have 20 seconds left um we will link her website which we didn't really talk about down below as well uh you can go and check out all her graphics and stuff her instagram uh her everything check out her show on friday it'll be really good i i know as i know it will be um but yeah thank you for coming on we'll be back next week at three o'clock to four o'clock on spirit live and youtube But with that, goodbye.